Hi, welcome to the Winners Find a Way show and podcast with your host, Trent M. Clark, three-time World Series coach, CEO of Leadershipity, serial entrepreneur, having started 12 companies, coach to the 1%, and an international speaker. This show is going to be your go-to podcast for facing adversity, being inspired, and overcoming obstacles, all from the best in the world, business, sports, and leadership. Hate the crappy ingredients in many beverages and energy drinks? Rebellious Infusions are the go-to functional beverage. They have five or fewer plant-based organic ingredients, no sugar, no calories, loaded with antioxidants to boost your immune system, and L-thionine for brain health. Rebellious Infusions are available at drinkrebellious.com. Rethink your drink. For 10% off of your next purchase, use the code 99999. Hello, welcome to the Winners on Away Show. I am your host, Trent Clark, CEO of Leadership, serial entrepreneur, international speaker, longtime coach of professional baseball coaching in three World Series. And I am with my guest today, Dean Wagner. Dean, how you doing, buddy? Trent, I am doing fantastic and love your show, love what you're all about. I'm looking forward to a great discussion. What about the gear, Dean? Do you like my gear today? <laughs> I know you're normally well-dressed, but especially today, Trent, you are looking especially patriotic, especially American, and very supportive of our veterans. Yeah, well, I, this is a purposeful shirt today. I am wearing <laughs> one of the authentically American Dean Wegner specials here as a West Point grad here, and I am wearing one of his shirts that he was so kind to gift to me, and I love this shirt. It is super soft cotton, and you won't believe when it gets wet, it says beat Navy across the bat. It's awesome. All over it. It is the most incredible shirt. I might have to demonstrate that later. So I think we Dean, absolutely have to, Trent. And one thing I just share, that beat Navy message doesn't appear unless you put the work in. That's we right. We do a spray demo, but that's the idea behind that technology. That hidden message, that powerful message doesn't appear unless you're putting in the work. That's right. We got to put in the work, man. <laughs> Dean, I love that. So for those who are joining us, welcome. Before I introduce Dean, if you were watching the show for the first time and you have ever faced stiff adversity, felt like there's a better way out there, you're up against it, you need to find a better way, I think you came to the right place. Whether you are a leader, coach, athlete, business owner, looking to become elite, and you're on their journey right now, I think this is the perfect show and podcast for you. Dean Wagner, one percenter. Tell everybody, Dean, where they can find you on the social world. So best place to go is our website, authenticallyamerican.us. That's where you can find about our brand. But I always tell everybody as well, LinkedIn, my name, Dean Wagner, Authentically American. You search any one of those, you'll find me. And I'm open book. You will find a lot about me and my family, my history, both on our website and on our LinkedIn page. Love that. Love it. All right, Dean. So Getting to know Dean, upstate New York guy, Messina, by the way, right on the old St. Lawrence. Yes. We used to deliver some product into Messina. So uh, there's a port there for people that don't know. And then, of course, the, half the childhood there and then half the child in Pittsburgh. What, what was great about growing up in like New York and Pittsburgh? I'll tell you, Trent, I'm a big sports guy and I always highlight upstate New York, Messina, New York, where I was born, because most people would look in the map and think, isn't that Canada? I mean, that is <laughs> way up there. And it is. And you and I both have a passion for sports and a specific passion for hockey, given our boys. So that's where hockey started for me, skating at age three and four, playing organized hockey at five, played all the way through growing up, played youth and travel hockey in Pittsburgh, and then played college hockey at West Point and still playing in men's beer league now. So 
hockey was a big part of my life, still is today. And then Pittsburgh, we were talking about black and gold and Steelers and Penguins and Pirates. I mean, it's just a great sports town. Well, I mean, you, you've been like black and gold your whole life, man, right? Like it's just it's just ingrained in you now, right? Uh-huh. I think that's awesome. Pittsburgh's a great town. I did an interview with a former president, just recent former president of the mm-hmm. Penguins, right? And he was so good in an interview. It was incredible. And just love his feedback on growing. He was a Pittsburgh kid growing up and all right. these things. It was incredible. And I'm, I'm sad to see him go leave the Penguins, but I'm sure they're in good hands. Let's talk a little bit about you real quick. Given your time in your West Point grad, you, you're given your time. You own, of course, Authentically American, which mm-hmm. is a branded company that makes U.S. apparel by U.S. employees. You will not see a tag, hey, U.S. flag with Honduras on the back or (laughs) Vietnam or anything else. Like This is made in America. And MBA out in Cali, out in San Bernardino. And the hockey, you had a hockey journey all the way through. This is awesome. Hey, how was hockey in San Bernardino? So there was not a lot of hockey (laughs) back then. And that was the one stop on the journey where I did not play in a men's league. It was very early in my career. I was also going to school at night. So there was no hockey then. But after that first stop, every city we've moved and we've lived in 10 different cities, we're always playing hockey. Yeah. Tell me the family life. You're in Nashville now, right? Yes. And then tell me, what's family life for you? Married, kids, all that? Well, Trent, I tell everybody, my priorities in life align with three words. It's God, family, and country. And my Christian faith is first and foremost in my life. And that's where it starts. I'm on my knees every day praying, asking for God's guidance and provision. And then family, incredibly important. So my wife, Kelly and I, we've been married 27 years. So we've got four amazing kids. We have two daughters, 23 and 20. We have a 17-year-old son and we have a 12-year-old son we adopted from Ethiopia. Oh, that's awesome. We're a big sports family. We spend a lot of time together and it's not easy managing is, is, I just want to know, is your Ethiopian son playing hockey? He absolutely is. He's the <laughs> best darn Ethiopian hockey player you've ever seen. That's what is so cool about this world, right? Because, you know, as an Ethiopian ever heard of hockey, right? Like probably not. But you come here and this is a big thing. And what a great sport. This is where I love how sport connects the world, right? Well, Trent, he is getting after. And at some point, I'm sure we'll have an opportunity. You'll be able to see him play. Yeah. And there's the whole Jamaican bobsled story. And there's one dream out there. Well, what about the Ethiopian Olympic hockey team? Oh, I love that. That is incredible. That's a good story right there that I would love to see, man. That would be incredible. So let's get in this a little bit. You come in and Dean, I I mean me, but I ask you to come on the show. Why do you do a show like this? Winners find a way. And, And to get that for folks, we are based off a quote that I love from the Four Disciplines of Execution by Chris McChesney and Sean Covey. And Sean's a former football player at BYU, quarterback and of the, of the Covey fame, of course. And it says, winners, when shown data that they are losing, find a way to win. You can appreciate this as a hockey player. Like There's some serious statistics that we're not winning, right? End of the second period, you're down 7-1. We're not winning, right? Like uh, There is data that says we are losing, and it's not going the right direction. Tell me a little bit about why you come on a show like this and talk with me, talk to the audience. One of my fundamental beliefs, Trent, is around giving back. And I want to be out there. I want to make a difference. And you and I are just getting to know each other, but we're becoming fast friends. And you share the impact and the reach that you have. And there have been a lot of successes that I've experienced throughout my career, but there's also been a lot of challenges. There have been a lot of failures. And when you said people have an opportunity to learn 
from not only what has worked well, but probably even more so from what's not worked well. I mean, those are opportunities I want to take the time to share. I love it. Let me take you back real quick to a kid. Like you're a kid, whether Messina or Pittsburgh, was there a moment like just impact to you that said like, what, I'm going to go to West Point. I'm going to be a division one hockey player, which for people in this country don't know, that is not easy. Like division one sports is already hard, but this is also a very limited opportunity. This is not like football that has 117 options at division one, another uh, X amount of options at division two and another 150 at division three. Like it just keeps going on. If you want to play football, there's an option in this country for someone who's ever played the game. And that's not hockey. It, you have to be pretty elite to be a division one player. I really had two goals in high school and you hit one of them right there. I wanted to be a division one hockey player. And that's something I wanted to do in the worst ways. I think anyone that's playing youth hockey aspires to play at a collegiate level, aspires to play professionally. So that was one goal. But my parents also did a phenomenal job of raising me. I'm so thankful for a mom and dad that loved me and provided an incredible example. But education was always reinforced. And I said, I want to get the best darn education I can. And when the West Point Army hockey coach called and I did my due diligence and researched, I'm like, does it get any better than that? Because they have a division one program. And that year in the college rankings, West Point was the number one college in the US. Wow. And I thought, here's a chance to marry both of my goals to play division one hockey and to get an incredible education. That is awesome. And of course, you became an army officer in the process because that is a requirement of graduation. And that gets back to the God, family, and country. I am so thankful, Trent, for those four years at West Point, just the incredible history. And I actually have a copy of a poster they sent me back in the recruiting days that says, much of the history we teach was made by people we taught. And it had pictures of Eisenhower and Grant and Lee and just some incredible leaders in history that were all educated at West Point. So they went through the same experience I did and they went on to lead our country and just do great things. And that is one thing I love being a part of is that long gray line and the incredible experiences and the challenges we all endure at West Point just brings you even closer. And then when you graduate, what your job is going to be, but it's even more important than a job. I mean, it's serving your country. It's serving the common defense. Yeah, one of my heroes growing up was Roger Staubach, who went to the Naval Academy. And I love, like, I mean, he can't go to the league. Like, he's got to spend his two years as an officer and do his duty, right? And we respect that and honor the admiral. He did the same thing on the basketball player, right? And it's such a different environment that people don't really understand a commitment that is made. And it is a, it's a dual service, right? Like, they... paid for your education and I'm getting value out of that. And then I'm serving back on that in return. Well, Trent, it's interesting that you mentioned Roger Staubach because I don't know Roger. I've never met him, but have the utmost respect because he did serve. And then he went after serving and played in a Hall of Fame career. But one of the things I took away from him that I applied to my own journey in the military I ended up serving seven years active duty, but I knew after my commitment was up for flight school and West Point that I wanted to transition to business. Mm. And I went to school at night to pursue my MBA, but part of that motivation came from reading and understanding and knowing Roger Staubach's life story, because most guys off season, what do they do? They're at the beach, they're at golf. I mean, they're spending time, but what did Roger do? I mean, he was there exploring his next career. He was doing everything he could. And I mean, he's been, arguably even more successful after the NFL. Oh, yeah. yeah, most people do not know that, right? That he is a a 
he built an empire in real estate, right? <laughs> like, <laughs> it is no joke. And there is, I mean, if you were looking at from our standpoint, Dean, we, we really appreciate you and I own our business owners mm-hmm. and we are entrepreneurs. If I had to put those two on a scale and listen, he was a great Dallas Cowboy. I don't want to discount oh. that. But he is far better and more accomplished as a business person than he was as a football player. And that will shock Tons of people because he was very accomplished as a football player, right? And look at the, the one of the things that I really love is that I think this year, I can't remember the number, but it was staggering that on opening day in the NFL this year, there were like, I think, 10 players, either 21 or under, starting week one. And here's a guy who made his commitment who would never start a game in the NFL before 24 years of age, right? Like, oh, yeah. and so he's three, four years of development behind any of these kids coming in now yet a seasoned veteran and uh, man it's it's uh, i use one of his quotes all the time which is there's no traffic jams along the extra mile that was a visual to me like oh man that's exactly right like and i lived in chicago a long time you'll appreciate with traffic now in nashville that hey if i leave the office at 5 30 that this may be whatever a commute 3x what it is in mileage right it's 12 miles and it's 36 minutes then right like it is not going to be just the 15 minutes it's going to be 3x and that's going to be the standard but if i leave at seven o'clock i can actually get home in 15 minutes like i could with no traffic right because no one's out working everybody's everyone's doing their thing now what what i love about roger staubach's story is because people who have asked me and say well it was easy for him, the commercial real estate, because he was capitalizing on his Hall of Fame career. And I'm like, you don't know the story, because yeah. just like you mentioned with our shirt, Beat, Day, Beat Navy doesn't appear without the work. I mean, that success was enabled by him working so hard in the offseason and understanding the real estate industry. And in essence, being an intern as a professional football player, being an intern and learning the industry. I mean, yeah. that's ultimately what proved successful. And the only thing I'd twist on your story about the commute time. I'm home every night for family dinner, but there's no one on the road at three or four in the morning. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. To the office. That's right. Yeah. So you got to figure out how you're going to do it. Right. And that is, that's the extra mile, man. And a good friend of mine who will love this shirt, by the way, longtime strength and conditioning coach of Michigan state, who's just developed so many athletes there. He's the work doesn't come out till you put it in, right? The old, you got to sweat it out. And man, when that, when he sees that come up, he's going to love it. But he had a great quote too on our show, which was, which said that don't just go the extra mile, build your house on it. And I was like, man, I I always find it like amazing to think that I know a couple, obviously one percenters like yourself, Dean. And when I think about the people that we know in our network and people we admire for business or for sport or for the way they lead or pastors and different things. And the people that do that, they, they have, a level of success, and it carries off in different ways. It carries off in ethics. It carries off in integrity. It carries off sometimes financially, right? And uh, in business, I've often seen these one percenters house <laughs> on that extra pile, and I'm like, mm, none of them are under eight thousand square feet. <laughs> like, right. You go, you want to build that house on the extra mile? Also, a great visual that it's not going to be small. You're going to have some nice things. So. I have seen people work for it and earn it. And uh, man, and I think Roger just really showed that so well. I'll tell you, Trent, one of the favorite quotes I remember hearing back in high school, and I never was able to attribute it to somebody specific. So this would be an anonymous quote, but it was success is limited only by one's will to succeed. So if you want to be successful in the ministry, if you want to be successful in professional sports, if you want to be successful in business, 
no matter what walk of life, obviously you have to have some God-given talents and abilities. But if you line that up with that work ethic and that commitment and that will to succeed, I mean, it's going to happen. There's going to be some level of success you're going to succeed, you're going to experience. But oftentimes, Trent, people aren't willing to what willing to put in the work. Yeah, I don't think they realize what happens behind the scenes, like the Roger Staubach, what he did yeah. all those summers off season to enable that successful real estate career. Yeah, and I mean, I, I don't think people can fathom that, right? Like you're a, you're the starting quarterback for the Dallas Cowboys, and you're an intern at a major real estate company going. Hey, hey the, the Cowboys quarterback give me coffee. <laughs> like, like, hey, he has to start from the bottom, right? Like, this guy's got to learn. And he is obviously one of the things I think you'll appreciate, Dean. I always see in athletes, and especially the best ones, they are hyper learners. They have learned to adapt and learn very quickly. And they surround themselves with people they believe can help them learn fast, who are also fast learners and really good teachers or mentors. And I think that's so important for people out there. No doubt about it. I think that's just one of those fundamental keys in life is that if you want to be a student of the game, you want to be a student in business, whatever that walk of life, now more than ever with social media and the internet, I mean, you can truly invest that time. You become a world world expert. Yeah. Let's talk a little bit about the time you didn't win. Let's talk about that time where you felt like, man, I am up against it. This is not going the right direction. Man, I should be able to figure this out. Like I went to West Point. I'm a fabulous hockey player. I have been through tough things to get to this level and things are not going the direction that you'd hoped or, and certainly envisioned, (laughs) right? And so walk me through it and what you did about it to get yourself out. Well, Trent, let me share one story because this is one probably most of the listeners, most of your audience is not familiar with. And this goes back to the military. So when I graduated from West Point in 93, I went to flight school, learned how to fly helicopters and had a unique opportunity to attend the Army Special Forces Ranger School. Yes. And I didn't know it back then, Trent, but Ranger School was such great training for leading a startup. And I'll share a little bit more on why, because most people are not familiar. And there was a lot of military doctrine and tactics at Ranger School, but at its core, Ranger School is a leadership school. And what they do is deprive you of everything you think you need to survive, namely food and sleep, and then put you under incredibly stressful situations, physical, mental, emotional. And on day one, Trent, there were 340 of us, and I was coming from flight school. So think Top Gun, Mary's up with Rambo. I had no reason to be there. Yeah. So 340 of us on day one. And after 72 days straight, if you make it straight through, living on one meal a day and two to three hours of sleep a night, we lost over 80% of our class. There were only 70 of us standing. And I can't tell you how many times I thought, I'm not going to make it. Mm. I'm tired. I'm hungry. Why am I here? I'm an aviator. I'm a pilot. There's no reason for me to be here. I don't need this. (laughs) Yes. I don't need the Ranger tab on my flight school to go to have on my flight suit to have a successful career. But One of them that was a key lesson is that you are designed by God to have so much more ability and capacity than you ever realize. And that was one of those formidable training experiences that says, I'm capable of so much more. Mm. If you would have asked me on day one what I was going to do for 72 days, could I make it? I would tell you, absolutely not. But I think that's one lesson that we are capable of so much more than we realize. And the second one, Trent, one of the primary reasons I made it through was a gentleman named Roy Backey. Roy Backey is a Marine Corps infantry sergeant. He was my ranger buddy. And your ranger buddy is instructed to never leave your side, to always have your back, to always be there with you. 
And there were times when I was ready to quit, when I was ready to throw it in and said, why am I even here? But Roy wouldn't have that. He was there to motivate me. He was about ready to kick me out of nowhere. And he just kept me going. And that's one of those fundamental experiences in life that said, but if I'm pursuing something challenging, you know, don't do it on my own. Yeah. I mean, build a network, invest in people. And we're not going to have a ranger school-like experience where it's 72 days straight, but I can't tell you the people in my network that I poured and invested time into that are willing to, in turn, invest time in me. I love that. Now, now let me ask you a quick question on Roy. A, have you thanked him? And you've, and he knows this about you. I absolutely. What, what I love here it is, so that was 1994. So almost yep. 30 years later, here yes. we are still in touch. Love. You know, Two, how many times do you think the table were turned where you had to motivate Roy? And he's going, man, this is for the birds. What am I thinking? <laughs> I will tell you, Trent, he had the same experience. And that's why I think we remain friends to this day. Because as a Marine, I mean, the uniforms, they're stripped of all medals. They're stripped of all badges. So there was going to be no recognition. And as a Marine, I mean, it's rare. I mean, it's a tribute to him to be a Ranger and go to Ranger school. But there was no external visible motivation, which oftentimes that's what drives people in the military. I mean, you get this badge, you get something there that's recognition. So I know there were times that he was like, why did I volunteer to do this? <laughs> yeah. But that's the point because there it's never 50-50. I mean, there were days where I was riding high and I had to pull Roy up and it was opposite. I was riding low and Roy had to pull me up. And that's that idea behind that Ranger buddy. And I always believe that I want to find that Ranger buddy in life. Yes. And my wife never went to ranger school, but she is my ranger buddy in life. And my leadership team right now, I couldn't imagine being on this authentically American journey without them. It just continues to apply throughout life, that concept. That is so cool. Now, I have often heard this said in marriage. I have a bad day. She brings me up. She has a bad, I'm here to pick it up. What happens when we both are down? What happens? And I have seen God's great preservation in this and wisdom in the fact like there's a pastor. There's a fellow couple. There's someone there, someone at work that says, ah, hey, listen, you guys are going to get through it. When you need someone else, there's a lifeline for you. Have you found the same? I think that aligns back to priorities in life around God, family, and country because our Christian faith is founded throughout our marriage and everything we do. And you ask what happens, we're both having a low day. I mean, that's when you run. That's where some fireworks happen. And yeah. One of the fallacies that I thought when we got married, like, this is going to be easy. Marriage is going to be easy. We're going to, we're in love. I yeah. mean, we're never going to fight. We're never going to have any problems. <laughs> <He'll> never. <laughs> what I realized, if you want to have an incredible marriage, you know, one of my favorite words is intentional. Yes. I mean, you need to be intentional and invest that time. And to have a successful marriage, it's not easy. It takes work. Yeah. Just like I'm so intentional about my business. It's the same way. I'm intentional about being a great husband. I'm not a perfect husband. I've got a long list of flaws, but I'm intentional about being a great husband. Same thing about being a dad, being there for my family. Nothing can be more important than being there for my kids. And I'm intentional about it, investing that one-on-one -on -one time. And it's not easy because yep. Trent being an entrepreneur, I mean, I literally could work 24 seven, but I've got to make that choice. Like, okay, <laughs> now it's time to transition to be a dad. Now it's time yeah. to have a date night with my wife. Now it's time to go ahead and coach my kids' team. Yep. That is so good. This is a quick one before we move to the next question. And I think this is really good, Dean. What's one thing that most people don't know about you? <laughs> I guess, what do they want to know or what, what, they, <laughs> yeah, what do yeah. I not want them to know? <laughs> one thing you're willing to share. How about that? Probably a fun one, Trent, that I think that most people don't know because this was pre-internet days and it's not out there, but I was a contestant on The Price is Right 
Rod Roddy announced Dean Wagner, come on down. And there I was standing up there with Bob Barker. That is crazy. Do you have like that videotape somewhere? Can you find that like in the archives of like you as a 25-year-old young man? I mean, you're in your dress, right? You're in your uniform. Oh, I was wearing a uniform. And what was exhilarating and fun because I was one of those first four contestants called, if you're familiar with the show. Yes. And off camera, Bob's very folksy. He's very engaging. I mean, just the way you envision him on screen is just the way he is behind the screen. And after the show, he was talking and I was one of those contestants that was there left with parting gifts. And he was joking, Dean, when you came up here, you looked like such a winner. And here you are stuck with all these parting gifts. And he had a little bit of fun with the audience. But I mean, that was humbling, embarrassing, but it was just an incredible fun experience being there on national TV. That's cool. That's a cool story. Let me ask you a question. As you, as you talk about Ranger School, you talk about your experiences. I mean, you've had a lot, man. And uh, By the way, all before you're 25, 26 years old, I mean, there's been many more past that, but like, what do you think that superpower that separates you from others? What kind of catapults you to that 1%? Hate the crappy ingredients in many beverages and energy drinks? Rebellious Infusions are the go-to functional beverage. They have five or fewer plant-based organic ingredients. No sugar, no calories, loaded with antioxidants to boost your immune system. And L-thionine for brain health. Rebellious infusions are available at drinkrebellious.com. Rethink your drink. For 10% off of your next purchase, use the code 99999. Do you want to be our next guest? Or do you have inspiring stories to share? Or do you love to inspire, support, and empower thought leaders? Feel free to send Trent a direct message on Instagram or Facebook at Leadershipity.